So, hi guys, I guess. Unless my friends interrupt me again. I'm fucking done. I'm done. Hi guys, I guess. I feel weird. But I feel like I really wanted this because growing up I really didn't have anyone. Like, anyone that I fit in with. Like, there's like cliques in elementary school and I did not fit in with the cliques. Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it here right now. I say a lot about words. So, don't get offended. I'm sorry. Uh, if you don't say bad words, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you probably can't tell right now there's no camera, but I'm like shaking and scared because I feel weirded out from doing this. So, um, so as a kid, I guess I was a weird girl. I was like weird. I was really weird. I was really funny and goofy. I didn't really care about anything. And I'm gonna give you guys just a little bit of backstory. I say a little, but it's a lot of backstory in my life, so you can tell where I was coming from. Don't mind the airplane that's coming on right now. Hopefully, you guys can hear it, but if you do, I'm so sorry because there's a lot of noise right now. So, uh, a little bit of backstory. I was a really funny and weird girl. I really didn't care about anything. I didn't really feel like stuff affected me growing up, but I also feel like growing up, I got a lot of problems going on in my life that it affected the way I was towards others and like the way I was so yeah things about me made me change during elementary school I guess I was a little bit of a loner I guess I didn't really have any friends that I fed in with like I can't call them friends time you're like oh they're my best friends they're like my friends they're always gonna be there but I grew up to know that your only friends are the people you can trust on, and I didn't have a lot of them. So, in elementary, I didn't really have any friends. I was a loner. I hanged out. I read. I like being in the library and reading. I don't know. I'm a person who loves reading. So, I was a bit of a crazy person. I didn't really fit in, so that led to people bullying me. But it really didn't affect me because I really didn't care about other people. Cause so when I was a kid, I don't know what's wrong, but when I was a kid, I was getting bullied. I got bullied for any way. I liked I looked weird. I acted weird. I was just a weird person. I guess people didn't get the memo that I was weird. <laughs> um it got worse at a point that I felt like I had to talk to someone. Which I'm not gonna throw anyone under the bus. Not gonna name the school, not gonna name the teacher. Because I, I, I actually know who it is, but I'm really not going to do that because I feel like that's not cool of me. But I went up to get help. Um, They're like, yeah, we have a teacher that can help you. Yeah, I was like, yeah, okay. Because I didn't really think I could talk to my parents at the time because I was like, okay, they're not going to get it. They never do. 
And this is just elementary, I guess. Um, I talked to the teacher, felt kind of confident. So I was like, okay, they helped me out. Cool. I guess they didn't really like my responses. So they called child services on my parents, which led to me feeling kind of scared to talk to anyone, which I felt like now I have trust issues because of it. But at the moment, I just thought in my head, like, what the fuck did I just do? So, moving on to middle school, I guess I have always had a thing where it's really hard for me to make new friends. Like, it's called social anxiety. Now I know what it's called, but it's social anxiety, and you develop it over the years. I have anxiety, but I I didn't know what social anxiety was. So, like, I found that out, like, early in high school, I guess. So, I mean... I just thought it was weird. I like being in my circle, which means only me being in my comfort zone, I guess. I thought that middle school was going to be any different. I think I had a lot of high hopes, but it went down really, really fast, I guess. I really didn't fit in, but it was different this time because I made myself fit in, which I guess it only led to me failing even more. So, like, I failed fitting in. So I ended up failing. So I basically started to act like my weird self, and that led to losing friends. Because they would say, you're too weird to hang out with us. You're just just too weird. Which, it ended up me thinking I was not good enough, and I lost a lot of self-esteem. I guess growing up, I really didn't have any self-esteem. I always thought I wasn't good enough. I would look at myself and be like, I'm not good enough. No one's going to ever like me. No one ever is going to like say anything which I think it like developed in my head that I wasn't confident enough like if I had to wear something I would make sure everyone else in my family liked it before going out with it and it really was horrible because I would just sit in my room and think about how I wasn't good enough and I'm sorry I'm like I hope you guys can't see this but I'm starting to tear up because I really thought I was in the shit like you're ugly you're fat no one's ever gonna like you go away that literally was my mindset at the time at the time sorry at the time I thought I wasn't good enough and I started losing a lot of self-confidence I guess I basically let people tell me what they felt about me starting seventh grade I met some amazing people I guess they're amazing. They're really, because I found, like, this group of people that got me and got how weird I was, which they were, like, only eighth graders. So I, f- I kind of effed up because I was in seventh grade at the time. So when they left, I kind of felt, like, sad. Um, I also was kind of, like, they weren't the best people to hang out with because they would do a lot of stuff that got me in trouble. I'm like, they would ditch. Like, I was a smart girl. I've always been a smart girl. I always got A's in my classes, always passed my classes. Maybe not got A's, A's, but I've always gotten, like, the tests, right? I always got, like, shit done. So I guess, I guess I wasn't happy with myself. So I just started feeling kind of depressed. And I liked a lot of self-esteem. I was one of those girls that, like, if I was at my lowest, I had to be on my lowest. Like, I wouldn't pump myself up, which I guess it was bad. I would start, uh, I started to realize that I would get panicky a lot. Like, anything got my, it got triggered. Like, anything triggered me. 
which at the moment I didn't know it was anxiety. Um, I really didn't know I had anxiety. Um, I guess I found out what anxiety, I, I found out that I had anxiety when I was in high school. And I'm barely in 10th grade, by the way. I'm not going to say my name yet, but I guess you could tell my name is. It's, um, well, I'm going to give a little bit of definition of what anxiety means for people that don't know. A mental disorder characterized by feelings of worries, anxiety, or fear that's strong enough to infer one of daily activities. Example, anxiety disorders include panic attacks, um, post-trauma stress disorders, Symptoms include stress, events, impacts events, worries. Yeah, so basically that's what I got when I was in seventh grade. You were like, what kind of stress you can have at that time? Um, I grew up in a kind of Mexican household, like Hispanic. My parents were all about school, like since they really didn't go to school growing up because their parents couldn't afford it, afford it. They're really on me with school, like all my brothers too. I have brothers, I have siblings, like all my siblings are like, we're really pushed hard to pass our classes, which I guess that's why we're kind of like kind of smart, I guess. For, so like, I didn't really know. I talked to one of my teachers. Um, I've always been into math. So I went into my math teacher, like we got along so well. He's like the best teacher ever I've ever had. He was funny. He was smart. I was like, he would always like, like encourage me. He was like, you're kind of like a daughter to me. I want you to be the best. I want you to do the best. Can like every time I would get something right, he would be there. Like if I had like a, a show, he would be there. Like, yeah, it kind of sounds kind of like Perry, but he's the, he's the best teacher I got. He was always there for me, always showed up. Like, if I needed help on something, he would stay after school just to show me. Like, everyone was jealous of me. I'm like, I'm not going to be, like, over there. Like, everyone's jealous of me. Did it? No. But, like, yeah, everyone would tell me. He's like, you're lucky. You're his favorite student. I'm like, I just don't, like, I just don't try to get myself in trouble. Like, some people in my school were, like, they would love to get in trouble. And I was not one of them. So, I had to talk to him. Like, he's the only adult I actually trusted. So, even though I have trust issues, I kind of, like, feel this trust. I don't know. You kind of just feel this trust in towards people. So, in my head, I, I knew I had some type of anxiety. Because people would tell me about anxiety. And I'm like, I think I have that. I think. So, I went on like that to 7th grade. To 7th grade. To 8th grade. I had the best year and the worst year of my life. Because that was the year I considered it the the best year because that year was the year. Like, there's no other way to explain it. I had fun. I had, like, I was so fun that year. Like, I wished my, I wish I didn't spend so much time my middle school year trying to fit in, trying to, like, put myself even more down than I was. I, I wish I didn't listen to people because eighth grade was the year. Like, when I came out of eighth grade, I thought I fucked up my, my middle school year. Because I was like, why? Why did I put so much intention to people? Why did I pay too much attention to what they would say about me? Why did I, like, spend so much time trying to figure out who I was? Like, instead of just living in the moment. 
I guess now I kind of realize why. But during eighth grade, I got a lot of stress. I mean, like I said, my both parents were Hispanics. They both, like, school was everything. So I got a lot of stress coming my way. Because was I was like, I have to pass eighth grade. Like, that was my main goal. Like, I had to pass it. I had to overcome eighth grade. Like, if I didn't, I would be dead. I also always, like, was better. Like, I'm not going to say this in a rude way, but I always thought I was going to be better than my brother. I was like, if he didn't do this, like, since I have, like, an older brother. So he was, like, he was up there. And, like, if I have to do this, I have to go up there. I have to be even better than him. It was a thing. I was like, I just still do this to this day. Like, this year, like, I wasn't my best year. But, like, I was like, I still have to be up there. I have to be my brother. I have to do this. So, basically, I did. I came out with honors. I was so happy. I was happy I was done with middle school. I mean, there is more to it. But I feel like I should just stop there because there's still high school. But I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of backstory. But... I guess this podcast would be about, I guess it would be about how you can cope with things. Like, I had a lot of problems. I didn't mention a lot of problems that I had in in this backstory. I have a lot of problems. And I started to deal with them, I guess. Like, I started to pay attention and deal with them. Like, I'm not saying I have the best advice, but I'm just saying, like, to a person that didn't really have an, someone to talk to, I started to realize that I could, you know, I could do it in my head. I could talk to it. Like, I get the stress of school. I get that you feel this stress inside you. But also, I'm sorry, that's my brother's. (laughs) I guess I always had this pressure to be the best. Um, I didn't really mention a lot of problems I have because I didn't really want to be about that I wanted to do that in another I guess but I so I don't know where I ended up because I had to stop because I was having some issues so well like I was saying like I I learned how to cope with them I'm going to say that high school wasn't the best year. Well, I'm only on my 10th year. I also want to say my age. I'm really on my 10th year. But 9th grade wasn't the shit. I was not any better than 8th grade. I feel like I actually went down and I went so low to the point that I wouldn't show up to school. I would ditch it. I'm sorry if you ever get to hear this mom and dad, but I ditched it. Completely ditched it. I was like, high school isn't for me. School isn't for me. Like, I was so low at this point that I just wanted to give up on life. Which, now hearing me, I'm like, why? Why did I think this? Why did I do this? But I feel like everything happens for a reason. And that's why it happened. I want to also say that I feel like I always thought that things have to add up, you know? If I did this, it's because something up there told me to do it. If I did this, it's because something it has inside of it, you know? So, I guess this podcast would be about that, about how to deal with stuff. 
I do want to do this thing where it'll be like how to deal with things, you know, how to deal with anxiety, how to feel comfortable with new people, how to love yourself. Like, you know, self-love. Self-love has always been a thing. I have never loved myself to my full potential, I guess. I always thought that if I if someone's doing better, it's because they have an easy life, which now I'm like, what? Like, that doesn't make sense, you know? I feel like stuff... Like, now growing up, I'm like, I had a lot of toxic people growing up, but I just don't really, like, cope with it. These are some quotes that you guys can use. And I got this, actually, I'm going to give credit to, I guess, um, this girl from YouTube. I don't know her handle, but I'll find it. And if I can, like, I'll still find it, you know? It's, um, chill, I'm trying to look for it. Uh, I must say this. Um, Ella Marie, I guess it is Morin. She's a it's a great YouTuber. I love her. I love watching her stuff. She did this like my mental health unfiltered, and then she did another one said um, self love, I guess. And she actually gave these quotes out, and like she didn't really give these quotes out, but these are some things that you know. One woman's success is not an absence of your own. Which that means, like, if one person is doing better, it's not your absence. Like, you know, you're not going to put yourself down just because one person is doing more better. It doesn't mean that just because they're doing better, you're you're not good enough. So, yeah, that's the best way to put it. Like, if someone's doing better, it doesn't mean that you're not good enough. You're never going to be good enough. That does not mean. That's not what it means. Um, cut people toxic people out of your life i've really had a hard time doing this because since i never fit in when i do have friends i tend to just let things go like if they bully me i'm just like okay fuck it like they're still gonna continue being my friends i feel like i have to cope with that but it is one of the one things if you feel like someone is pushing you down and not lifting you up i guess you cut them out there's no more no way else to say it if you feel like someone that isn't really there to for the right reasons, cut them out. You don't need them. You can find better friends. I'm saying this in the like most nicest way. You don't need them. Friends are just come and go, you know? Friends come and go. And I feel like growing up I had to learn that the hard way. Had to learn that like friends aren't really not there for the like friends are not always gonna be there. So this is also one of the things I've heard is focus on me and no one else. I always focus on everyone else. Everyone else's problems is my priority. If someone's having a problem, fuck my problems. Go after that person. I feel like it is bad because you have to focus on yourself. Give attention to yourself. Don't give attention to other people. Like, yeah, you can, like, help them and cope with them, but your problems come first. Your, like, self come first. After you're done with your problems, you can help them out. I'm not saying this in the mean way, but, like, if you really don't want to listen to them, you can, like, cut them out. Like, it's not really that bad. Anyways, I'm sorry I had to stop again. Oh, my God, my mic is not even on. I don't think it's on. I'm sorry. But again, um, like I said, it's not really that bad to cut them. Um, another thing is um, if I do like someone, have the main meal first, then dessert. And by that I mean 
main meal is yourself. The boy is the dessert. Um, basically, put more attention to yourself than the boy. If you like someone, it's okay. Cool. We're fine. But don't put your whole entire attention in that. Like, you want to eat your first meal instead of eating your second meal more fast, right? You eat your first meal, and then if you have time, you eat your second meal. I mean, like, that's obvious. It's also okay to cry. If you feel, if, do not feel bad about it. It's okay to cry. The secret of thinking that you are worth enough and feel confident if the secret of being the secret of being beautiful is to think you are beautiful. You are beautiful. You have to wake up every day and be like, You're beautiful. You got up. You you're alive. You're thankful for that. I feel like always giving thanks that you're you're here is one of the ways to go. I also wanna like shout this out. RIP Corey LaBerry, but he said, live your lives with what ifs instead of OLs. By that is like, if you go up to someone and someone says, I don't like you like that, it's okay. It's whatever. At least you won't live with that, the tension inside your head is saying, what if I went to go talk to him? What if he liked me? Like, you know, it's better than knowing. Like, if he doesn't like you, oh, well. But it's better than living with a what ifs. I feel like that's a good way to put it because your life should always be about what if, well, oh wells instead of what ifs. Or else you'll be like with that memory of, of like, what if I did? What if I actually went up and talked to him? I feel like you live so much life that you need to appreciate every day for who you are. Doesn't matter if someone thinks you're not good enough. You're like, F that person. You know, I feel like I live a lot of my life thinking of the past and thinking what could have been done. And I feel like that isn't good enough. I feel like every everyone should like think about the future, about things that are going to happen. I feel like if you don't like something, you change it. And that isn't okay. If someone doesn't like you for who you are, then that isn't okay. If you, they don't like you, then don't hang out with them. I swear. It isn't that difficult. It isn't that difficult and I'm the same person. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like if you have to change for you to fit in, then they're not good enough for you. If you have to change for anything, they're not good enough for you. Because friends are supposed to be there for you any way you are. Like if you're weird and your friend doesn't want to hang out with you, that wasn't a real friend. If they're there for you and they always care about who you are and they don't change a thing you are, I feel like those are true friends. And I will be going on in another episode about self-love and how to love yourself and how to find happiness in who you are. But I feel like if you don't love yourself for who you are, I feel like you... I don't want to say this in a mean way. I feel like you should get up and tell yourself. Go up to a mirror. If you're listening to me this. Go up to a mirror. And say you're good enough. If you're alive, you're good enough to be here. There's a reason why God has been taking you away. And I feel like that's really fucked up to say. But I feel like if 
God didn't want to hear, then he would have not made you. He would have not sent you. But I feel like God, God has a purpose for you, and that's why you should be here. And I know that when you're hurting, you really don't want to hear this. I've gone through this before. My church school, I, my church school, and like this church thing that my mom made me do, they were like, they're like, God has a purpose for you in life and keep your head high. I'm like, yeah, that's good and all, but I feel like when you're hurting, you really don't want to hear that. You really don't want to like someone tell you you're good enough and you should be here in this world. But I feel like it's so right to tell you, especially when you're hurting, because, you know. Also, I want to put this out there. Be careful what you say. I don't know what people are wrong with these days, but I feel like people just type shit to make you feel bad. Like, like I don't know. They don't get it. But be careful what you say. You never know what people are going through. You never know who's behind the other screen. I think someone just knocked on my door. I don't know. But yeah. So I guess this is goodbye. I'm I'm hoping you guys tune in to come and watch, you know. Yeah, I kind of am kind of loud and annoying. And my voice kind of sounds annoying. But I want to tell you guys to tune in. Also, I want to give this big warm hug to... Corey LaBerry, fly high, I guess. Rest in peace. And from him, I get OLs instead of what ifs. Always remember that. OLs are better than what ifs. Let's try to celebrate life. More. Goodbye.